0: Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to
1: make the switch today.
0: Hey, everybody, jump! Ah, uh, yes, 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 jump, indeed. A good Tuesday morning to one and all. Task the most with you. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike and Anthony, thank you across the way. Bogish, thank you for the next three hours as he's got your updates. Is I uh, think you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Taz the Moose at Official Taz at Mark Malousa's with a C. Number to call, of course, eight five five two one two four two two seven. Taz, what do you say, bud?
2: Ah, uh, Moose, what's going on? What's going on? Great to be here on things this. Are good. Uh, yes, things are good on this uh, this awesome Tuesday. As we get ready uh, to keep on rolling here with our program, which we do every single day. And we have a couple of excellent guests in this episode, yes.
0: We do, you're right. Football um, guests. Yes. Yeah, we. Which is we nice. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk a little Bengals yes. football a little later on the program, and we'll certainly talk a little Rams football. DeMarco Farr will join us a little later on the program as well, Taz. And uh, we kick it off talking a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys, mm. because... Uh, uh, we do know this, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be out of the country, he's going to be down in Cabo training uh, as the Dallas Cowboys are out in California training uh, in training camp as his holdout has begun officially and, and that is where he is going to be spending his days here uh, moving forward, so I mean to really nobody's surprise, the threat was out there and He's following through on the threat. There were, there were multiple reports that uh, he was going to be out of the country, um, and he is out of the country. He's down in Cabo uh, training as the Cowboys are doing their work. So all that is true, and mm. we'll see if exactly the Dallas Cowboys and Ezekiel can come to uh, together on a contract. If they don't, I would imagine this holdout's going to last a while.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you know, who knows, right? You could have another Lev Bell situation here, right? I mean, who knows what's going to happen Um you know, I mean, look, I, I, I don't know Zeke Elliott from a hole in the wall, and, and you don't either, but he comes off as a kind of a, he's a, you know, probably a thick headed guy. He's a confident guy, cocky guy, which I mean, that not, not negatively because of his talents. He's also had some off field stuff. But, um, you know what? I, I'm with you. I think this thing could last a while, and, and, and I don't think the ownership is going to, you know, Jerry Jones and, and company, I don't think taking a bend uh, anytime soon.
0: No, I, well, we'll see um, if indeed that is is the case. Let's hear from Jerry Jones, right? And um, number one, the Cowboys owner, uh, talking about the fact that, well, you don't need an elite-level running back to win. Take a listen.
3: Emmett had uh, participated in a Super Bowl being the first rushing champ. Now, this is very important. First time ever a rushing champion was on a Super Bowl-winning team. The point there is... You don't have to have a rushing champion to win a Super Bowl. But Emmitt was the first one to do it. And that's one of the dilemmas at running back is that the league knows that uh, you can win Super Bowls and not have the Emmitt Smith back there or not have Zeke back there. Consequently, when we are looking and putting Zeke's contract in place, We've got to realize that the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. And so you've got to do all of the things, along with having Zeke, that allow you to have other players so that you can win the Super Bowl.
2: Wow. Well, that kind of, I mean, listen, <laughs> if you listen to that, you can't figure out what he just said. It's basically saying, hey, Zeke, uh, enjoy Cabo. We're in no rush to get you back. I mean, that's what I heard. I mean, uh, that's that's a pretty uh, pretty. Sp- pretty in, pretty cool audio to hear for for radio hosts like you and I to to, to digest and talk about and, but if you're a Cowboys fan nevertheless a, a Zeke Elliott fan you don't want to hear this cuz it doesn't sound like Mr. Jones uh, is is going to hustle to get this contract done and what Jones is saying, you know, he's not wrong. And I'm, I'm a, I consider myself a throwback type NFL guy. I love running backs. I love watching. I love, you know, the ground game. I love watching the offensive line get that good push on the D line. I love, I love running back play more than I do wide receiver and slot back play and tight end play in you know, the passing. Uh, I like more running the ball. But we're kind of in like, the NFL is kind of in that post running back era. And and, uh, and you hear someone, an owner of, of a franchise like the Dallas Cowboys, say what he just said right there, while one of the best running backs in the league is sitting in Cabo and not training in California with the Dallas Cowboys, he's basically saying we could win a Super Bowl without you. And, yeah, which is and,
0: nonsense. But, I mean, what he said is nonsense. I mean, that's that's really it because he doesn't learn from past failures. How did they do the year after they decided to play hardball with DeMarco Murray? Right, right. No, not I, no, I, how did I, they do I, when they decided to plug? They, they basically said behind that offensive line, you or I could could run the football, and it was complete and utter nonsense. They did not respect the talent of Demarco Murray. He ends up in Philadelphia, and they have trouble running the football all season long. Right. I mean that that's the issue. Yeah, I listen to what Jerry Jones has to say. He's not wrong. I mean, you could talk about in you know, you could say well, you know, Emmitt Smith, his importance to that Dallas Cowboys offense, regardless of he, whether or not he. And Emmett was a stats guy. It was, you know, he he, he always was hounding uh, Jimmy Johnson to make sure he was getting his touches every particular game that's well-documented. He wanted his yards, obviously the all-time rushing champion and the like. But, I mean, you look at it, the the idea that, you know, you look at that team – and you say, "Well, Emmett Smith was the first ever, but you, you knew the importance of running the football. You also had Troy Aikman you had Michael Irving, You had an unbelievable offensive line. You had Jane Overcheck on that team. I mean, you can go up and down the line, you look at that defense for the Dallas Cowboys as well, so it's kind of tough when you look at the when you look at football to kind of singularly narrow it in." on just Emmett Smith or say, well, you don't need he was the first ever to get there. Well, I could talk about other impactful running backs. So the Raiders winning the Super Bowl in the early eighties without Marcus Allen. Or the Redskins uh, winning the Super Bowl without John Riggins. Uh you know, talking about a different era though, Moose. Well, I'm a
2: running back guy. I'm not no, I'm, I'm not here I'm, to debate really, your, your point. I'm just saying that that's I think if you, if you well, have, let me ask you this, how is Dak Prescott without a running game? Oh no, I think not just Dak Prescott, any quarterback. I mean, I, 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 I don't believe know in, about any quarterback. No, no, I I, be, no, I believe in a running game that I think an offense needs a running game for balance. Otherwise, a defense. I don't care if it's Dak Prescott or any other quarterback. A defense going to pin their ears back because they know the balls go in the air in some way, shape, or form. So they don't have to. When you play football, when you learn how to play defensive football, the first thing you learn is run first. You're always that your first step is forward as a linebacker, a D back, obviously defensive lineman. You learn run first. It's changing now. I don't like it personally, but it's changing. I'm saying so
0: I get what well, you're no, saying, Moose, no, but no, I, those, those I think got, it's dependent on the team whether or not how, how stark that change is. I think there's teams that, you know, don't mind I think you're gonna see it with Kingsbury and Arizona uh where you don't mind you know using you know the flare out pass as an extension right. of the run i mean there's other ways to kind of run the football, but you're still throwing the football but my point being is it, is it a, a passing league of course i'm not I'm not denying that it's not a passing right, league right. but there's always a there's always a play for a running game and when you look at the importance of specific running backs um on their respective team um and you know because of the limitations that you have in Dak Prescott in Dallas, because the limitations say you have of Eli Manning with the Giants, the importance of Saquon Barkley right. and Ezekiel Elliott, those two running backs, but focusing on Elliott here, is more important than a lot of other running backs in the National Football League. Is more important than Sony Michelle up in New England. Is more important than, say, Todd Gurley out in Los Angeles. I mean, it it just is because Prescott's not a proven Pocket passer. I don't care what Cowboy Nation has to say. He's just not, and I don't trust him, Taz, to, to where if everything is on him and I need to pass to win, then he's going to be accurate enough and good enough to win me that football game consistently. I just don't believe it. I.
2: No argument for me in regards to Dak Prescott at quarterback. I I don't. But that's disagree. where I
0: look at what Jerry Jones, Jones, to Jones say is saying. is complete utter nonsense. Right. That's, I, that's I, the point that I'm making. Right. I, the point is, is that he's talking tough. Right, but right. the idea of and they bring in Alfred Morris here, Taz. Right. Right. Uh, because uh, you know, you, you, Alfred Morris, uh, you, they don't have. They put on uh, Ezekiel Elliott on the reserve. Did not report list. They don't have to make a roster move. So, you know, they're familiar with Alfred Morris, the former Cowboy, former Washington Redskins. Redskin, yeah. He he opts on a board task. But, I mean, the, the Dallas Cowboys know they're not going anywhere. I mean, we've <laughs> talked about Elliott, his importance that Cowboys offense. They're not going anywhere this year if Elliott's not in the backfield. Um, Alfred Morris is not going to do what Ezekiel Elliott did. No, no. He's totally, just not. No, There's no. different
2: caliber of players. Neither is Darius Jackson. Neither is Tony Pollard. You know, the, you know, the, the, the running backs they have are not – Anywhere near the skill set or the, the explosiveness of a, you know, of a Zeke Elliott. But, you know, also Jerry Jones with his comments, you know what he's doing. I mean, he's, he's utilizing uh, his platform or the media or what have you to help maybe, you know, scare, you know, Zeke to, you know, get his rear end going and sign up and I mean, get back to camp. He's, he's trying to use it as a ploy, as a, a negotiating. Well, I ploy. agree
0: with you there, that uh, Taz. But do you think it's going to work? I mean, August sixth is the big date that you have to. If you're a Cowboy fan, you wake up on this Tuesday morning. That's that's the big date, right? We talk about this holding out for a while. You know, for Elliot, if he does not report by August sixth, he will not earn an accrued season toward free agency. Hmm. So August sixth is the date. If he doesn't report by then. This season will not count toward free agency. That's a problem yeah. if you're Ezekiel Elliott because <laughs> you wanna get you wanna get as close you want to get close to free agency and young and healthy to where then you can go get paid. You yeah. do not want to lengthen free agent. you no. you getting to free agency. So we're sitting here, you know, we're a couple days away, it's July what, 29th, right? Right. We're sitting here and or no, it's July thirtieth. what am I talking about? July thirtieth. That's close enough. Um <laughs> So we are 7 days away, right? In right. essence, right? We're 7 days, 7 8 days away from that date. I think that's the date you need to know because I think Elliott's camp understands that yeah, they're going to play a little bit of hardball here, but they also don't want to lose an entire year for them to be able to get to free agency either. Yeah, no. No, that no, your point's, you
2: know, a really good point. I mean, I, as far as the free agency and that, you know, and the thing is like with with Jerry Jones, you know, it's kind of, you know, He's just trying to put a little fear, you know, and and, uh, in Zeke Elliott. I I think some people would even have a problem with with, what Jones is saying, what Jerry Jones is saying, because they would look at even the other players on the team, like other players hear what he's saying, uh, especially running backs, and, and they'll be like, Oh geez, well, this what does the owner think here, and what you know, what what do other players think when he says something like that of a player holding out? Because players, they have a bond, they have a code, they're going to stick together for the most part. Well, they are, you know, they're going to stick together, no doubt. But you know, with Jones, you know, also what he's doing, Moose, is he's letting the team know, he's putting them all on notice that no one's bigger than the team, no one's bigger than the goal of winning the Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys. I, that's what. That's exactly the other thing he's trying to do there he's trying to put everybody on notice that for him to say that statement is very blunt and very direct that you don't need a running back to win a super bowl so if i'm an offensive tackle or i'm a defensive end or i'm a, i'm am I'm an inside linebacker that's on the cusp of being a starter i am am a i'm a second stringer but i'm getting reps with the ones i might think well, what if he feels like we don't need really depth in linebackers to win what if you know players to think like that they're like, wow, look what he just said about well, one I, of our guys. Well, you know what I mean?
0: I, I, yeah. I don't, so you got to be careful when well, he I says that. You. You know? it's, a, it's a lesson for everybody out there. Sure. I mean, everyone from an ownership perspective, management perspective, anybody's replaceable. Uh, they're willing to move on. Uh, nobody's right, right. bigger than, you know, the, the team, the brand, the company, the corporation, whatever it might be. I mean, that's the message that's being sent out there, and you know, as an organization, you gotta feel that way too. I mean, I, I'm not telling you that with the the logic from Jerry Jones, you want to be, you don't want to be held hostage, no, no, uh, and held captive uh, by, your you team, know, by, by a, players. By a yeah. player. Right, right, right. You don't want to be you know bending over, bending over backwards every single day either. So I, I I get that. It's a little stark though to put it out there uh, to say to be as strong with those words. But he's doing it for a reason because he's trying to get a message to Ezekiel in his camp is right. that listen, uh, we'll move on. Uh, you know, we, we can win without you. You're, you're not bigger than the Dallas Cowboys. You know, uh, the Dallas Cowboys are, are bigger than you. And that's fine. They can think that. But logically, mm. when you look at the Cowboys and you look at the importance of Ezekiel Elliott, if they're trying to win in 2019, you know, as Jerry Jones uh, you know, brought up the Emmitt Smith comparison— uh you know they did have Troy Aikman at quarterback. Right. Uh and Dak Prescott's no Troy Aikman. No. So, no. I mean that's no. the that's the other issue you have as well. And you know it's almost like, you know, you look at it it's almost like saying that how much of an anomaly Emmitt Smith was. No, Smith, you know Smith was very important to that offense, but they had playmakers all over the place. You look at the Cowboys, the the number one the most important guy on that offense is the guy that's holding out right now that's training down well, the
2: Cabo. Well, to your right, he, and that's Ezekiel Elliott. So, I mean, to it's a little bit of a disconnect with Jerry Jones is saying. I mean, last year, you know, they handed a rock to this guy to Elliott a, a whole bunch. You know, he he was just shy of uh, fourteen. Of, I'm sorry, fifteen hundred yards. You know, in the season, this guy they ran the ball a lot with him. You know, he you know really. So it's like he was the number one rushing leader out of all NFL running backs last year. So including Barkley, so and Gurley and Mixon. you know. So, you know, for a guy in Jones and for his organization, for his team, act like we don't need a running back to win a Super Bowl, which is quasi true because of how much it's a passing league now and what we see with all the teams that are successful. How much they if you have
0: a passing quarterback? If you have a quarterback, I agree with you. If you have a quarterback that can sit in the pocket. And pick a defense apart. Right, that's right. the other. Right. Right. No. The, no.
2: No. You're right. You're right. You're right. But the thing is, like, it's just a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a disconnect for me because, well, you gave this guy Elliott the football a whole bunch last year, and and you got a guy who gets some pretty impressive running backs, you know, that played last year that were in the top ten of rushing, and this guy was at the tippy 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 top. This guy was number one, right? You know what? I mean, so you act like we don't need him. Eh, I don't know. Well, it's
0: not, well, I brought the DeMarco Murray example, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, they did not, you know, they did not appreciate the time what DeMarco Murray provided for them at the running back position, right? They were arrogant about their offensive line. DeMarco Murray ended up signing with Chip Kelly and the Philadelphia Eagles. It didn't work out. And then eventually ended up with the Tennessee Titans. Now, no, the Cowboys in that year without DeMarco Murray, it was one failure after another at the running back spot to try and and replace DeMarco Murray to the point where them letting go of DeMarco Murray led to them drafting Ezekiel Elliott. Right, right, yeah. So yeah. why exactly when you learn from the mistakes in the past? <laughs> I'm not exactly saying, well, you're going to give him, you know, open up the vault to Ezekiel Elliott, but why talk as tough as you do because then – I look at Jerry Jones when he comes around as you know, you know the the proud you know the, you know the proud owner the proud whatever it might be friend who's come around befriending all of his all of his players and and hanging out with the Taz. I look at it as all as complete utter BS and nonsense. Mm, I mean, yeah. as being fraudulent and phony. Because listen to this. I mean, whatever he wants to say about Ezekiel Elliott, look at the comments he made yesterday talking about a guy that he talked about glowingly. You know, up until this pa- up until yesterday afternoon, right?
2: And I, I, you're right. And I think it's pretty it well documented that Jerry Jones talks too much. He loves the mic, he loves the camera, and he loves the chirp, and 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 that's a problem. And uh, you know, the players probably can't stand it. The coaches can't stand it. They're just trying to get their team ready. They get some wins, and they got to fill that void. Hence, you know, bringing in another running back, bringing in Morris, and and and. And working with the guys in your depth chart, so your offensive coordinator, your coaches, they're trying to figure this thing out. And then you got this guy going out there throwing, you know, uh, you know, threats out there, basically saying, "Hey Zeke, uh, you could chill in Cabo. We don't need you." Uh, which uh, I- I'm kind of with you, Moose. Uh, I
0: think it's a little BS what he's saying. Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah. All right, here is uh, Jones Taz talking about the fact of well, it's not Elliott that's first up. How about his quarterback? Take a listen.
3: Nothing. Uh, surprises me about his awareness uh, he's got that and um, uh, I'd like for our fans to know that uh, when he came in to visit us before we drafted him our coaches uh, called him the uh, pied piper everybody just followed him down the hall he just had that aura it's about like him and it's that it's his awareness pied it's piper. his alertness and uh, that's one of the reasons I think he's had his success and that's why we're going to uh, extend him.
0: There you oh, go. That is right. Dak Prescott. Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. They're walking down the hallway. Everyone's just following. I mean, come on. It's tight. It really is. Right. I like queso. It's tough to take. It really is. It's funny, bro. It no, is, I mean, it's, it's, funny. It's, 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 it's nonsense. It's a good drop
2: for, for, for say, one.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that's nonsense. Like no, what I know, Jerry I Jones has to is saying is just it's like, is just, is like crazy talk. He's what the boss,
2: you? right? He can say what no. He, wants he can say whatever he wants. It but doesn't crazy mean talk? it doesn't mean You're that I have wrong. to
0: listen to it and and say ah, <laughs> oh, you know, and and eat like, every oh, single man. word up with a spoon. I don't have to do that
4: either, Taz. <laughs> you know, I look at
0: it, listen, you know, and and we brought up at the time, you know. I, I if if there were no issues with Elliot away from the football field, I think he'd have a contract. Um, you know, so he exact he has not handled himself all that well as an NFL running back away from the field. Taz, there's been multiple incidents uh, and multiple concerns. I you know we talked about the time. You know, you know I talked about the fact that you know if you're Jerry and Stephen Jones, his daughter, you know you have to be concerned putting your head to the pillow. Nothing. Uh, I'm not talking about. I, I'm just talking about him doing something dopey. Right, right. Um, where where he doesn't need to do it because he has a tendency to do those things. He right. really does. I mean, you know, he's got some immaturity. I yeah, mean, there's no yeah. there's no doubt about it. So says if if I think he showed if he showed more maturity, we're probably not. He's probably not in Cabo. He's probably in California, right? And he probably has a good contract. <laughs> yeah, they, or he probably they, has the extension that he has. I think the Cowboys are looking for him to play ball with them for him, them them to reward him. To where he doesn't get himself into any sort of trouble whatsoever. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I no, If right. you're asking me to venture a guess in terms of what they're thinking is, what they're thinking is they feel comfortable expending, extending Dak Taz because they trust Dak. Right. I don't right. think they 100% trust Elliot.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, as far as you mean, it's his character, as far character. as his character, yeah. 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 No, I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. Um. To me, though, like I, we were talking about a few minutes ago, I do think that. The whole running back in the NFL thing. With a guy like you got a guy like like Zeke, who's number one rushing. Okay, this past season, uh, a proven commodity, uh, great running back at Ohio State. You know, let's forget about his character for a second, like yep. unfortunately we have to do. Right, <laughs> we're talking sports, we're talking in the in between the lines, and um, you know he, he's he's great, top running back, and yet you know he's sitting out, and his owner the his, the owner of the team he plays for, I should say, is basically. Saying, "Hey, dude, it's cool. We don't need you," you know, to the public, you know. And Jerry Jones is a very intelligent guy, as you know. He knows when he says this, uh, people are not just going to gravitate to it; they're going to, you know, bite into it and and talk about it at 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 length. And it's something to talk about. Point is, what about other running backs? Of the league they hear that, or running backs out of college. If if I was a running back coming and I was a a junior in college or a sophomore, and I was a good running back at a powerful D one program, and I had hopes and Potential to play in the NFL, I'd be a little worried uh, for, for how much money I could make and what my value is because the league has changed. That look, this past year, Moose in the draft, I think it was Josh Jacobs was the first running back drafted, and he was like twenty third or twenty fourth. Yeah, first right. round, right? You know what I mean? Like this coming year, I I I, I don't. I, but I was looking at the other day, um, the kid from Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor. You know he's going to go. He's lucky if he's in the top fifteen out of you know the picks. You remember no, back in the day, it was always
0: a running backs were top yeah, five. No, I, I think I still think there's always a place for running the football oh, no, in the I, NFL. No, I'm, I'm not. I agree with you, uh, but I, I but I'm, I'm I just also, saying it's changed. No, I do. It I think for changed. the transformational player, it's not. I think for you know when you look at when you make a good point about the quarterback, you've got a weird. Re- re- yeah, I, I think for the player of the caliber of, say, a, a Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, right. we're talking about a different level right. of okay. running back. I right. think the other guys, yeah. I think the NFL teams look, look at those as just guys. I know, but... You that got they two- can plug in and get production from and then use and abuse, and then when they're done, they move on to the next Right. Right,
2: no, but my point is... In the past – okay, this past season, this past year, I should say, 2019, and going into 2020, let's pretend this year just ended, the NFL year. Yeah. The way it stands, it's going to be – Jonathan Taylor is going to be the top running back out of Wisconsin. Sure. Uh, okay, and 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 he's he's not projected to go in the top 15. And this past year, we had a guy go in Jacobs out of Alabama, the big running back, went to the Raiders, and he went in like 24, 25th. So I'm just saying that's too – Let's again pretend this year is over. That's 2 years in a row. 2 years in a row that you have no top 5 running backs. Barkley, you're right. This guy's an amazing player. Yeah, Comes I, out of I Penn think,
0: State, unbelievable. Right? No, I, I think it, right. Well, I think the attitude toward the running back has changed. I, I also think it's depend on the year, but I, I don't think it means that you know the running game is all of a sudden going to go by the way of you know. Well, oh, no, it, I'm not know. saying that though. I'm no, not I, that. I'm not saying it's changed a lot. And I don't like that it's changed. Well, I, you know. I don't. I don't. I don't disagree. I mean, I, listen, I don't necessarily think you need an elite level running back to win. I think you do need to run the football. Those are two different arguments. Absolutely, they're two different organizations. I don't need to pay a guy nine million, eight nine million dollars a year to run the football, but I do need to run the football. Yeah, you got to
2: keep your defense honest. I mean, if you if and you're so not, forget about it, it, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but you're right. I mean, listen, the prospects. You know, we'll see where Taylor is, but Jacobs last year at this time, Taz, nobody thought he was going to be a first round pick. That's true. There. That's true. So you never know exactly who Good comes point. up and has you're an right. unbelievable college season. You're right. And then all of a sudden, they're a top ten or top that's fifteen true. pick. So. Um, we'll see. I know he wasn't the top fifteen. No, pick, he was I did not think Jacobs was going to be a, a first round draft choice, I, and he ended up being one.
2: I didn't either. And yeah. the other kid, Alabama, coming out this year, Najee Harris, and you know this kid's legit, and he's a guy who could do what you just said. Yeah. And, and, and have really, that kind of a season. Yeah, he's
0: that good of a player. Yeah. I want to hear from you? Do you agree with what Jerry Jones had to say? Can the Cowboys live without Ezekiel Elliott? Can they thrive without Ezekiel Elliott? Plug it, Alfred Morris, and just move on with their day or any other running back. I want to hear from you. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, or did what you just hear from Jerry Jones is complete and utter nonsense? 855-212-4227. Task Moose on a Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio.
4: This is WWE superstar, the man, Becky Lynch, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
0: It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. We asked you the question, is what Jerry Jones had to say about the importance of Ezekiel Elliott, true or nonsense? Want to hear from you, Taz.
2: Yes, correct, correct the window, Moose. Let's uh, let's go out to uh, San Diego, talk to Eric, listening on 97.3 FM. Eric, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's up? Eric.
4: Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call.
2: You got it, folks. What's Good going morning? on, man? Um,
4: so I'm kind of on this, I'm kind of on Jerry Jones side on this one. I would uh I wouldn't pay Ezekiel Elliott either and I would let him hold out. Um my my thing uh, I think he thinks that because since they got rid of DeMarco Murray and they turned around and got Ezekiel Elliott, that there's a diamond in the rough and then the next draft that that does happen as well. I think that would be one one point that Jerry Jones is thinking. Another point Jerry Jones is thinking is if you look at the Patriots playoff run, Sony Michelle didn't really do much. He had like three hundred yards over the whole playoffs. He, he barely ran the ball in the championship game. Well, he, how do you he do? Really, how do
0: you do against San Diego? Or Los okay. Angeles, I said the Chargers game.
4: Was- well, uh, I mean the Chargers are a joke. Let's be honest. Oh, but, uh, but that's easy to
0: say. <laughs> but I bring did. up an example in which Michelle ran the ball down the Chargers' throat, and he had multiple. And you say, "Well, the Chargers are a joke." Okay. The char-
4: but the, the it was the defensive quarterback, a uh, defensive coach's fault in the seven backs thing Correct. that they had. they yeah, he was able to run, and he was able to throw the ball all over the Chargers. And, I mean, that's. That didn't have anything to do with Zeke. That didn't have anything to do with uh, Sony Michelle. That had to do with the bad coaching of the Chargers, and it had to do with Tom Brady being God. It had nothing to do with. It had nothing. But uh, I and I wouldn't pay. and And then look at the left belt situation, where you turned around and you had the Connor guy come in there. Fill in the spot and do a great job. And did they ever miss Lev's Bell? I don't think they did. Yeah,
2: but no, they have. But you're you're right about James Conner because they and they knew how good of a player he was, and he was. If you you know when they draft him, if you look at his stats, Eric, you know when he was in college at Pitt, you know the kid was tremendous. You know, so and he and he battled back from cancer. So I mean, like the kid is just. And so I think they knew they had something. Maybe not a guy as good as Lev Bell. I think it's a little different, though, here with the Cowboys. You know what I mean, Eric? With, with the running back spot, the lack of depth that they have. Uh, hence why they got to sign, uh, sign, sign a guy like they did. So, you know. Uh, and, then,
4: or- and then I think Jerry Jones' fifth idea. So that's four ideas Jerry Jones is thinking of. And why not to pay Ezekiel Elliott? And with the fifth one being... They're the Cowboys. I mean, are they really going to make a run to the Super Bowl? And even if they get to the Super Bowl, are they going to get through the, any of the AFC teams like the Chiefs and the Patriots? I mean, I don't, I'm pretty sure that he's thinking about it realistically, and he's not going to win the Super I, Bowl. I completely
0: with disagree with you there.
4: Yeah, I mean, and, and it, I got to tell you, Eric, if I mean, Jerry
0: Jones is a very competitive owner. I mean, if you think that he's looking at it and saying, we've got no shot to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm not going to pay Ezekiel Elliott. I, yeah, that is uh, – I, I, Eric, uh,
2: I'm with Moose, man. That, logic, uh, it, that, is, it,
0: that is not you, That is not going through Jerry no, Jones' No, you got you – got,
2: Eric, you got guys, uh, you know, that, that are – you got a guy in Amari Cooper who's an amazing receiver that they brought in there and spent a ton of money on. You got a pretty good offensive line. You got a pretty decent defense, and – you know, Jones believes in Dak. Okay, he does, and and if they work things out here with Elliott, you know, I, I don't, I don't think you should just chuck off the Cowboys like that. It's, it's, it's. Yeah, do, you really,
4: do you really think Jones believes in Dak, or do you think behind the scenes, realistically, he sees what everybody else sees? And Dak's just there filling a the role. No, I think he believes
2: that. in him, dude, because this guy's a multi-zillionaire, and he wants what he wants. He's paying a lot of money, and he knows he could have gotten rid. He could somehow, some way, get get away from get Dak away from the the team if he wanted to. I do believe you. I don't, I'm not saying I believe in Dak, but I'm answering your question, Eric. I don't know about Moose. I don't speak for him, but I do think Jerry Jones believes in him.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I I, I think, too, and and Eric thanks a lot for the call. I I mean, I think to, you know, an extent. I mean, I I, I do think, you know, I think the Cowboys look at Prescott, and I think if you're a talent evaluator, you understand his limitations at the quarterback spot. I mean – but Eric also brought up examples where the Patriots have Tom Brady, who's the, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, and the Pittsburgh Steelers have Ben Roethlisberger, and whatever you want to say about James Conner, James Conner is not nearly the receiver that Le'Veon Bell is oh, coming out of the field. backfield. No, uh, so, but he ran the
2: ball well. Though. No, he, he did.
0: did run the football well, but he's not as he's not as good, not as talented, but he is cheaper. Then Le'Veon Bell, and that's fine, and you can and get he showed just, up, <laughs> and, and and you can get just as much production, not nearly running the football from Connor as you could Bell, so you can move on. But Bell, solid offensive
2: line ahead too. Yeah, Bell, Bell has Steelers.
0: accomplished more. I I just look at it as where you know he's more comfortable paying Dak Prescott because he trusts Dak Prescott. Right. Prescott's no, get... not going to pull a woman's shirt down at a St. Patrick's Day parade. Prescott's not going to, uh, you know, uh, look at a security guard walking out of a, a concert in Vegas. And I know no charges were filed and the videos out there. And, but he's not going to go lean up against, a, you know, a security guard to where that guy falls over, you know, a, a security. He's not going to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, that stuff's never going to come along with Dak Prescott. So he trusts him. He understands it's a quarterback-driven league. And I firmly believe, as sure as I'm sitting here, that if Ezekiel Elliott had minded his P's and Q's coming out of Ohio State and was a cleaner NFL player where there wasn't any of this nonsense, where there was no suspension, Taz, I think Ezekiel Elliott would be getting paid right now. He's right, not. Right. And well, I they, think they, that, that does factor in. Deal. Right. And, and,
2: and, and I agree. And, and the thing is with Dak, like he's in a contract situation right now, and he's a practice. He's there. He's focused on what's going on in the field. No contract talk at all. He's there. He's playing the game. He's playing the game. So that's another reason why, to the point you make him, which I agree with, why Jerry Jones trusts him. Because he's a strong soldier. You know, Dak, he's a leader. He's there. He's doing his job, even though he's in a contract situation this year. You know, so it, uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I, listen, I'm just saying, I think Jerry Jones, with the money he has and the power he has, if he, this kid's what, Dak's been there, what, three years, four years? Something like that, right? I mean, I think he would have... Somehow figured a way to, you know, move on to a different QB or get somebody else in there. Oh no,
0: he trusts him, Taz. but yeah, I think, I, I, I and I, I, think he believes in Prescott. But he understand, We all know. Look at Prescott. He's not the thrower no, of the he's not. That no, the other guys are. He's I, agree not. I agree with you. No, I No, totally uh, I, I think if the imagine if Jerry Jones said Prescott's just as good as Tom Brady. No, I mean, no, you'd he's be, not going to say that. You'd be wondering what's gonna... in his water. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> No, he's not mean, that. I mean,
4: Let's
2: Go down to Alabama, talk to Jonathan, listen on 94.5 FM. Jonathan, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's up, man?
4: What's going on? How you
2: doing, buddy? What's going on, Jonathan? Uh,
4: look, I think, I think Jones believes in Dak because Jones believed in Tony Romo. And the two aren't far apart. I mean, Tony Romo was a lot better passer, but as a complete athlete, I think Dak is better than Tony Romo and what's right. not to believe in that.
2: Well you're saying his athleticism, his toughness, his work ethic, you mean in Dak?
4: Yeah, in Dak.
2: Yeah, that, yeah. I don't disagree with that. Can... He, he, he does have he's a better athlete than Romo was for sure. Um and just can't throw like He just Romo. can't throw like Romo, right. <laughs> Hey, I'm a Bills fan, Jonathan. Okay, we got a quarterback. But I agree. With you. He's a better athlete than Josh, Romo. He just can't throw him like way. Romo. Right, he can't throw well. He can run great. He's big, but. <laughs> that's we appreciate a problem. the call, right. Jonathan. Thank you. Right, that's like
0: saying, right, that's like saying, Allen. Well, Allen's a better athlete than Jim Kelly. You yeah. just can't throw it can't like, can't like Jim Kelly, right? well, I mean, yeah. throwing the football is pretty important if you're a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Josh Allen looks great when he's running. He's like a big, I giant know. deer that's running right, people exactly, over. But good right. love throws. We don't yeah. know what's going to be. He far. <laughs> just might miss everything. I uh, want to hear <laughs> from you. 855-212-4227. What do you think the Cowboys should do? You believe in what Jerry Jones had to say in terms of Ezekiel Elliott being Kind of replaceable in that Cowboys offense, but uh, we got an update. Look who it is. What's going oh, on? Oh, wow. Look who just walked in the door. Look at this guy. Wow. Right,
5: take okay. a shower. Wow. To you. Great to see you. Yeah, same to you guys. Again, thanks for covering for me. I'm sorry that was oh, for ten minutes. late I had a stall again. Over here. I know. I don't know what's going on with me. Uh, here's your report. <laughs> it's sponsored by Wrangler Outdoor. Vants and shirts made with durable fabrics, moisture management, and UPF 30 protection. Wrangler Outdoor. Clothing with outdoor credibility and everyday versatility. Try them on today. The first place Braves at the second place Nationals. Game one to Washington. Here's the
3: 2-0. Swing a long
5: drive. Left field. This is way, way back. And it's a grand slam for Anthony Rendon. Home run number 23 for Anthony Rendon. Gives the Nationals a 6 to. And six three was the final over those Braves, cutting their NL East lead down to four and a half games. The highlight from here Dave come the Nats. Jaggler on Nats Radio. Rendon now hitting 370, 20 RBI over his last nineteen games. Manager Dave Martinez a big fan. Even when
4: I was on the other side, just watching him play, he just
5: you know you don't see a whole lot of emotion from him. He just makes everything look
0: rather easy. Now he here's does. the here's, Rendon's a great player. He's gonna get paid too.
5: Tony Two Bags—that what they call him? Uh, Tony is Two Bags, something like that. Is that his nickname? Tony Two Bags—is that a nickname? Something like that. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a because he loves doubles. Like...
0: What? Oh, oh okay. like I Tommy good Two guys. Times. That yeah, gotcha. I
5: can remember. Yes. Goodfellas, one of those. Yeah, How about Tommy the
0: Nats? The Nats at one point in time, what was their low water mark? I think in terms nineteen
5: of and thirty-one.
0: They were night, so they were twelve under at nineteen and thirty-one. They are now fifty-seven and
5: forty-nine. Yes, Shh. May twenty something. They were twelve games under. They're Think doing what it. they're doing. What I wanted my Mets to do, Wait, hold which on didn't happen. What the Mets no. are starting to do right now. Yeah, yeah. now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. They they turn. They're going all in on the season. So nineteen and thirty one. <laughs> they're fifty seven and forty nine. So they have gone thirty eight and eighteen since. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, they I'm looking at the that standards right now. You're right. Thirty
0: eight and eighteen over the last fifty six games. After being 19-31. and Bullpen was terrible. That is some run.
5: That's impressive. That is some run. But here's the bad news. Max Scherzer is back on the I.L. Back troubles for him. He originally went on that list after the All-Star break. Returned to pitch last Thursday. Didn't feel right on Friday. His next return is unclear. The Rockies handed the Dodgers their worst loss of the season. 9-1 in Denver. Fernando Tatis Jr. Fran Reyes hit the first two pitches of the night for homers. Their Padres dumped the O's 8-1, and the Reds used a 10-run second inning to beat the Pirates 11-6, Pittsburgh's losing streak is now nine games, its longest since a 10-gamer in 2011. Over in the AL, Detroit won in Anaheim 7-2, and the Jays won 7-3 in Kansas City. Bo Bichette, that's Dante's son, made his big league debut for the Jays. He singled his first time up. The Mets have traded a second starter, dealing lefty Jason Vargas to the Phillies for a 26-year-old double-A catcher, and the Brewers get righty Jordan Lyles from the Pirates for a minor league arm, Lyles, 0-3, a 15 ERA and four July starts, but Milwaukee has Brandon Woodruff and Jalees Chassin on the I.L., so they will take any starter they can get. Uh, as you guys discussed to start the show, still no deal between Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys. Zeke reportedly shifting his holdout now to Cabo, where his agent has a house. Elliott worked out there as well during his 2017 nice. suspension. So, it's
2: like, so he's hanging out in Cabo training. So what does that mean? Like his agent has like a treadmill
5: there? Uh, like I just like on the treadmill? Sand work.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's doing sand work. That's funny.
5: He's got like a jump rope, does it in the driveway. But Cabo's lo- where Romo ocean. and Witten went too, right? In That's it. their bye week and
0: everyone lost their mind? Correct. They were in the hot tub with right. Jessica Simpson. Uh, okay then. Yeah. I
2: uh, Witten, I heard, is playing great though. Come back, gets out of the announce booth, thank God.
5: Artie's doing great with the Cowboys. Titan nice. Jones, good yeah, for yeah. he's
2: doing good. He, he's, like, reinvigorated.
0: Yeah. A year off, body a little bit healthier. Old man Jones, yeah. he's doing well.
5: Uh, and last but not least, guys, right. Alabama and Wisconsin football announcing a home-and-home series yesterday. It starts in Madison in 2024, mm. then Tuscaloosa the following September. All right. all right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. We'll get Absolutely. back to your calls at
0: 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. What's your take on what Jerry Jones had to say about the importance of his star running back, Ezekiel Elliott, down in Cabo, holding out, wants a new contract, wants a contract extension? want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. If you're on hold, hang in there. We'll get to you next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports
4: Radio.
5: Give Taz and the Moose a call.
3: 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227.
0: It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Player of the Week brought to you by Granger. Let's take a look at the one who got it done this week. It's Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera Homer drove in three runs as the Tigers clipped the Angels 7-2 out in beautiful Anaheim, California. The Player of the Week was brought to you by Granger. Granger's got your back when it comes to the safety and industrial supplies to keep your facility running. Get what you need when you need it at Granger.com.
2: You know, I'm used to talk a lot uh, uh, this first hour here about the Dallas Cowboys and, uh, you know, Zeke Elliott, and he's in Cabo. He's not at camp with his team. Dallas Cowboys are training in California, and he's not far, you know, he's kind of far, but he's in Cabo on the West Coast there in Mexico, uh, California Jones, Baja City over there. So, uh, you know, interesting conversation. A lot of people calling the show want to talk about it. I'll talk to Brian uh, from Rochester, Minnesota, listening on 1520 AM. Brian, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's going on?
6: Well, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? How are you doing, uh, buddy? Good morning. What's going on? Yeah. Life is beautiful here as well. Nice. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Got it. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thinking about Zeke, it's kind of interesting. So uh, I know you guys live in the city and there's public transportation and all that, but I, I live in the suburbs. And in, in my family, right, we only Hold on have...
2: Hold on, Brian. Slow
6: down. Pump the brakes. Okay. Just because-
2: Hold on. I mean, let me say, just because we broadcast from a city- it uh, doesn't mean we live in a city. Touche. All right, because <laughs> actually, we both actually live in suburbs. Uh, but, okay. but But well, no problem. I'm just busting in shops. Yeah. Continue.
6: So then, so then you can relate to this. So yes, I, I I'm a family of seven. All right. I got five kids, and wow. right now we only have one car, and because we only have one car, it's got to be really reliable, right? Sure. But if we had a second car, a third car in the garage, I could maybe spend a little less on that first car because if the first one breaks I got another one that can still get me to work right right you only got one you got to spend more and so my thing is you know I I don't they don't do wins above replacement in the same way um as they do in baseball for football but you know if Jerry Jones thinks he has something else in the garage at the end of the day whether you got to get from A to B so whether you're paying you know x million dollars for that or you're paying a rookie contract I mean that's something you got to think about right it's it's an investment, right? It's how many dollars are you paying? Yeah, this year, but the other thing is, uh, it, how, what are you paying in three years, and how good is he going to be in three years? Because we all know running backs wear out faster than just about any other position. So, uh, you know, it's it's a question of return on investment. How no, much money? I,
0: I get it, but uh, to play off your example, right? I mean. They thought they had a Ferrari in the in the uh, carport or garage when they handled Demarco Murray the way that they did, and uh, they realized that they had basically a, a broken down fifty Chevy. Mm. Um, so you yeah. know you can look at now. You can't tell me that Darius Jackson, who's number two on the depth chart, or Alfred Morris are going to step
6: in well, Tony and Pollard be
0: what, what Ezekiel yeah. Elliott is at the running back spot. Definitely
6: not. I mean, he's clearly better but it's the question of how much you're willing to pay for better, you know. Well, I because... think that a guy
2: like Jerry Jones, Brian has proved that he wants, you know, he wants to he wants to be in a Super Bowl. He wants his team to yep. win the Super Bowl, right? So, uh, you know, but 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 his comments that Jerry jo- that Jones that Jones made as far as you don't have to you don't need a running back to win a championship, you know, that that's concerning if you're Elliot. Right.
6: You know what I mean? Or is he just blowing smoke to try to gain the leverage, right? Well,
2: that's what we were saying earlier. I don't what? know if you heard the first segment. But yeah, yeah, I
6: mean, he could. I mean, that—that's a possibility. Call, I you. mean, I, I always leverage
0: comes into play. <laughs> I mean, that—that that, you know, talking tough. Uh, but the reason why I think he is talking tough, Taz, and not talking tough with Dak Prescott, um, is because I, I think he they as an organization. Don't completely trust Elliot to pay right. him. well
2: you were saying that earlier. I, and I, I agree. really
0: I I, I really but, think that's what you know, I, I I I honestly think that's where the argument starts for me and the discussion starts for me in terms of Elliot not being a, a guy of, of great character away from the football field.
2: Yeah, and where Dak he's he's in a contract situation, so's Amara Cooper. And they're both they're not focusing on that. They're at camp. Those those guys are being good sold, So if we stick to the topic of Dak and Zeke Dak is at camp and his, he's in a contract deal, where the other guy is in Kabul, just wanting a new deal, right? And and so that right there plays to the, your point of the difference of character between Dak and Zeke.
0: Well, and and not just that, but Dak's never gotten into trouble. No, neither is Amari Cooper. No,
2: that's right. Correct. Right.
0: Never had ne- no no negative headlines. No. no drama. No TMZ. None of that. I know. None of that. Know. The only time you're critical of Prescott is what color bow tie he's wearing.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah. It.
0: go camping next.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better